Good evening, fellas. Evening. How's it going? Good. All right. Good. How are you? Good. Well, it's been a minute. We're really, really trying to get the show back on a regular schedule, but had some stuff come up around recording time last time that we had to had to miss. So apologize for that. John, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Tito's and Seagram's. There you go. John, uh, Jared, Seagram's ginger ale mm-hmm. or Seagram seven? Ginger ale. What's Seagram seven? Isn't that what it is? Seven and seven. Seven and seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven up and seven are Seagram's. I'm drinking a hot toddy right now with some Knob Creek in my bullet coffee cup. That's a cool coffee cup, dude. Hell of a good well find. Yeah. That's what you I had get. To go there will. to get it. Get mine. What's that? I had to go there to get mine. I'm happy. Got- I didn't have to go as far or spend as much money. I've got uh, a Tito's and Topo in my joiner die cup. Compliments of uh, uh, Bucky's. My come and take it cup from Bucky's. Luke wants y'all to see his picture. Let's see it. This is Lyle Crocodile in in portrait. That's good. Got a character he made up. That's good, bub. Do what? Got a character he made up? No, it's a. It's like a children's book that they just released a movie of. It's a movie we went and saw today. Oh, okay. Smile, smile, crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> it is a cute movie. Um, you know, I used to love going to the movies. Wow. And I about get half a panic attack now if the thought of going to a movie even comes up, so... I don't know what happened. We just watched. Go ahead, John. We just watched Top Gun, and I I was told you needed to go see that in theaters. I'm like, I'll I'll pass. I'll just watch it at home when it's ready. I got a I got an 84 inch television right there. I mean, I can put my hand down my pants. Yeah, doesn't cost forty dollars, but it was cool. I mean, it's always out either for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You can drink, you know. Well, you I guess you can drink. Yeah, you can drink the movie theaters nowadays. But, but uh, I always enjoy it. Movie. You can pause it when you need to go take a piss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I always end up enjoying it when it's over. I think part of the problem is there's just no movies coming out anymore that are, you know, piquing my That's interest it. a whole lot. Yeah. But uh, we went and saw that today, and it was good. And I can't remember the last one we went to before that, the Minions movie, I think. Bros. Do what? Was it Bros? I don't know what that is. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) And then uh, before that, I think, is Linux. We like one a year, probably, is what we swing nowadays, so. But I'm not into the Marvel stuff either. And so, you know, or, or whatever, any of that, the superheroes. 
which that seems to be what the majority of everything is. Yeah, we went and saw Jurassic World, but that was like just a we had an afternoon without the baby. All right, well, let's go to a movie. All right, let's go do something quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's quiet. You yeah. know what I mean by that, you know, yeah. where you won't be bothered. Yeah. But uh I don't remember what we're talking about. Jared, thanks for cooking us up some training plans. Uh, Folks, if you guys need a training plan, Jared is open for business. $100 a month. Uh, Through me. Yeah, reach reach out to me and I'll pass it on to Jared. Barry's naming these prices. I'm not a certified coach. I don't think that matters for anything. (laughs) I would almost rather you not be. (laughs) Use my discount code, uh, John. Yeah. <laughs> Use John or Barry at checkout. But uh, now, Jared, really though, you ought to you ought to look into it. Do you have to be I, certified? I, I mean, I, who's gonna come? Nobody's gonna like. Just yeah, type you up a waiver. You're right. Yes. Yeah. And go from there. You don't got to be USATF or whatever. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I definitely need to look into it more. I've enjoyed it Tr- coaching y'all. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> but well, who's yeah. your who's the better athlete here? Well, we got let's let's just finish some races first, and we'll let let the races be. I finished one last weekend. I mean, John knocked out about 15 half marathons this summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't run a, a half marathon <laughs> combined since. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, missed one yesterday. This was the fourth leg of that mega metal race, and that was scheduled oh, for yesterday. No. You weren't bullshitting yeah. about that? I thought you no. were messing with me. No, Man, I was... John. If I had known, if I had known it was the mega metal race, I probably would have tried to encourage you to go and just hike it out it? or something. Yeah. Well, apparently, I got an email about 10 a.m. yesterday while I was sitting on the couch. It says <laughs> we're very, very sorry about the trail markings. Someone must have messed with them. We check them before the race, but oh. they go out. And, they said they go out and mark them, and then. But the day of the race, they go check the trailheads to see if anything's been messed with. But someone went like a half mile in and then started messing with the signs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it they it made them think that, that nothing had been messed with. They pointed the arrow the wrong way. Yeah, it seemed like it. <laughs> I worry about that. Some of those funny memes you always see on like the trail running pages are like when you've been running for an hour and haven't seen a trail marker. <laughs> <laughs> now keep after it, Jared. I think who do you think will get a higher completion percentage? I'm trying to get John to get some money on the line because every time me and him have had a bet, I've accomplished like my greatest physical achievements have always been tied to me and john having a bet well you didn't pay me last time i won so until i received when did you win i don't even remember it's been so long but you owe me 250 dollars. no not some bet yeah some physical 
challenge we did. Y'all got physical? I don't believe that. I yeah, pay, I pay, I'm sure that's, I what, pay I, my that's why I'm not taking here. a bet with you because you don't believe it. All right. Well, how about this? Let's do a bet. And if you win, I'll pay you whatever that 250 is plus the new. I put $100 down. I don't Thank believe you. that other Take 250 it, 350. happened. $350. Don't pay him no 350 I don't know what you're talking about. Was, was that the challenges? Was that from like way back, like in college or something? No, it was from like three years. No, it's been longer than that. It's probably four years ago. Probably one of those yeah. completion challenges that we did. Yeah, was this one of the the like that one challenge you talked us into, Barry, where we had to fill out online, check off the boxes? No, John's wife won that. Oh, yeah. And she did get paid. He did. <laughs> I didn't. Because you didn't win. Yeah. We had a bet. I won. I didn't get paid. It was a big one, too. I don't check PayPal statements. I don't think I believe, first of all, that you won a bet. And if you I did, did that, I didn't pay it. I, I won the bet. You didn't pay it. But that's the only details I remember. I couldn't tell you yeah, what year it, it was. Kind of feels like we're beyond the statute of limitations. So I, we are, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting into anything. All with right. Welcher. I, I don't, uh, right, you know so what? I played the fifth. Y'all are putting $100 on this bet. It's got to be more than that. John shits a hundred dollars. <laughs> he's he's a farm of exec. But if if Barry, you're saying if you lose, you paid John three fifty. Yeah, I, I will. I will allow that we are beyond the statute of limitations <laughs> here. John, you. Lose, I you just want to know in public. <laughs> hmm? John, I think this is a. This is a deal you can't refuse. I don't recall ever getting an invoice. So, you know, in the generally accepted <laughs> accounting principles, there is no money owed until an invoice is sent. So, this isn't uh, gap. I operate my gap. I don't. <laughs> don't. So, what's the bet? I've thought about this since you've already got your money into the Airbnb. Now, how is this going to work? Sleep outside. I, I have for every other run I've ever done. So I think that's what was wrong at Paladero. I slept in a bed the night. Before. It'd be one thing if we were in Dallas. <laughs> That'd be a punishment if we were in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asking me to sleep outside in Terralingua. Yeah. Gladly. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was planning on doing that anyways, till <laughs> that's for the Big Bend Ultra on January 15th, which I've has been a real fiasco for me getting getting into. I think this is the fifth year I've been signed up to go. 
And uh, I'm going to make it this year, though. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to make it this year. And I don't know what race I'm going to be running, but uh, I'm signed up for the 50-miler from last year but haven't confirmed, and I sent another entry form in asking for the 50. And now we're planning on running the 50K, so we'll just have to – I'll just DNF the 50-miler at mile 31, I guess. I don't know. If you're registered. If I'm even registered for any of them. You check your ultra sign up. I don't think it's on ultra There's, sign up. These people are on paper. That's the problem, right? These there. people are this is this is the big bend region of Texas. They may not even have internet, you know. They Most got of it. the time. Man, everyone has internet down there. The way this guy emails, I don't know. <laughs> I say that this guy probably lives in Austin or something. So you're saying they might ha- they might hand time everyone? I don't know. All I know is it's a good course, and this guy's name is Carol. And uh, let's see here. There ain't no information about switching races either. No, I mean last year when I wanted to when I told them I couldn't come or whatever I said. Said I won't be able to attend. And he said, we're getting some snags in our email. I did respond. But uh, can defer your entry to 23. And uh, I have the entries list, of course. When the year comes, email me to remind me you're coming and you're in. And so I emailed him and reminded him that I'm coming. He asked me to fill out this paperwork and send it back to him, which I did. And I have not heard a thing since. Probably good. I probably am. The the second you did it. Probably. I kind of feel like that's the case. But uh, now I need to make another change because I'm a loser. So. I'm going to email him asking to change me the 50K. He's like, why don't we just defer you another year? Sounds (laughs) like you're probably not even going to make that one happen. Good grief. (laughs) It's all good, though. I'm happy with the decision. So I wanted my wife to come for a 50-miler, and I don't think she's coming for this one. So work out good. I know that's a, you know, maybe not the best reason to change, but. Think, uh, back to the bet, yeah. Back to the bet. All right, <clears throat> here's the deal I'll make you I will forgive the $250 owed. Um, <laughs> if we start the bet tomorrow, so your 100% week last week does not count. So, what's the bet gonna be? 100 bucks for highest completion percentage. What just runs or runs plus? Well, that's actually uh, workouts that where runs and walks, hikes. And, and well, I would say cardio per, per the schedule. Yeah. I mean, I know our plans are different, but they're probably relative. You know, are you got, do you have five a week? Um, cardio, yes, yeah, yep, yes, that's sort of live. 
Um, and four strength a week. Yes. Do we want to count that? I think we should. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, it has got to be on Strava, though. Okay. If it's not on Strava, it did not happen. I will use my – I will put it up there. I haven't, I haven't been putting strength up there. Not that I've done anything you prescribed to me this past week, but – these strength workouts are hard as shit for mostly body weight things. My workout B, I have never felt so uncoordinated in my life trying to do some <laughs> of those things in there. It is embarrassing. Dude, watch next week. If, if you're consistent with it, next week it'll it'll get much, much better. Are you talking about the single leg RDLs? Yeah, the single legs, the even the freaking like clamshells. Yeah, clean and what else was stuff? The dead bugs were really hard, but I was the first ones I was doing. I was doing my arm too. Yeah, but that's an that's an advanced movement apparently. So once I just started doing my legs, it got a little easier. Yeah, whatever, whatever you got to do. Make sure you're on safe search if you uh, search clamshells on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it on your work computer. <laughs> All right, so hundred bucks towards greatest completion percentage. Um, yeah. Do we also want to? I don't do you know. Include the race. What about the? How would we include the race in it? Whether you complete it or not. Oh, uh, mm, I don't know, because that could be. In X I mean, if, it, if it's a it's a run, it's a it's X run percentage of the completion. Also, are we doing miles or X like? Bit? I just uh, oh, so like think- so like if you have four and you only do two, does that count as a fifty percent of whatever? No less than fifty percent. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it'd be like a 50% of 20% for the workout, for the week, basically. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is, well, I've got is like – that a, too complicated? Yeah, I don't know if we're just super do – I get, do I get credit if I go 25 minutes of a 45-minute walk at – for that day or do i do do i get 25 minutes divided by 45 minutes completion for that event i i would say i like the percentage part of I it do better to just from a uh make because it's like if it doesn't count what's the point of even going out and doing a mile right well and if you can go out and only do 40 percent of it on the other side and still get the point, then what's the point of even of doing the whole thing? So yeah, mm-hmm. I like the percentage because it at least gets you something, but not a full, a full credit. Yeah. Because when I've got a 20 miler, there's a big difference between going out and only doing 10, <laughs> you know, versus mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Versus going out and having a four miler and only doing two, you know. So, hmm. 
we'll just have to figure out how we're going to track that. And then do we want to do the week after race? No. Jared, I appreciate the effort <laughs> on that one. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to, you know, get give y'all a give y'all something to look forward to after the race. I'm planning know, on doing know, the week after. I know, I know how some of y'all get. I know how some of y'all get after a race. Well, yeah, you may never hear from me again after a 50k. I don't know. <laughs> after the Amarillo Marathon, I didn't make a Strava appearance for 28 months. So. <laughs> And came back four minutes a mile slower and 70 pounds heavier. So <laughs> that's what and we married. don't want. We don't want. We got we got bigger goals to get. We still got a 50 mile to complete. So here's my plan. This really isn't where I was planning on this episode going, but uh oh, this is our Halloween episode, by the way, our yeah. second annual, third annual. Uh, third? No, second. What was that? That's that boo. That's Halloween coming. Third Halloween. <laughs> we started in February of twenty, so we had twenty. Yeah, it is our third Halloween. How about that? Happy Halloween, everyone! Damn, that's crazy. Cheers. Um. So my plan now, Jared, since you're my coach, I'm listening. Is uh, I want to do Big Bend 50k January. I want to do the Wild Canyon 50K in April. And then I want to do the uh, – my A race is going to be the Sangre de Cristo 50-miler mm. or uh, Paladero 50-miler would be my B. I really want to do that Sangre de Cristo. And then there will be another race in the middle somewhere. I just hadn't. Maybe I think Riadosa has a marathon in like June. That could be a good June. I think. So if you want to work that up this evening, yeah, so I can get them on the calendar. You're gonna have to a little bit of time. Jared, uh, just to add to that, uh, I'm gonna do the Tobacco Road Marathon in march and i'd like to do the 50k the mountains to sea trail 50k in april and john you're doing the what is it 30k yeah yeah 18 miles 18.6 miles training i actually think it's 19 that loop is 19 mile loop i think so be prepared to go one more as nick bear says Training for these events starts right now. Don't forget it. Jared, I know I just, sometimes, sometimes when it's so far off, it's hard to stay motivated. I just had my first ever 100% week. Not my first ever. I actually had one <laughs> a couple, a few weeks ago, too. So I just had um, my highest percentage week in a while. <laughs> Y'all did it. Did you get your run in today? Yeah. Oh, man. It felt good too. Especially for my quad season, but felt good to be out. Did your neighbors call the police or anything when you were foam rolling or 
Uh, no. They checked on you? <laughs> no, I was not allowed to go. And it looked like I was dry humping the ground. <laughs> is foam rolling actually beneficial? I don't know if I believe that it is. It's, it, it feels like you're getting injured. One of the few things that's been proven to work. Really? I just heard the other day that it only improves. What is the point of it? To relieve soreness or to increase flexibility or what? Both? Yeah, I think it's both. There's something it's also, about... It's releasing the fascia. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to do. I think I don't even know if that's the right pronunciation of that word. Uh, I just bought the phone roller and looked up a video on how to do it. I mean, I enjoy it. It does not. I mean, it's not. I'm going to keep doing it. I just. Oh, it's just I, one of those things. I always wonder, you know. I heard on a podcast that if if. If you're foam rolling enough that you don't need to stretch because the foam rolling acts as the stretching essentially. Hmm. I don't know how true that is. You probably still want to stretch. <laughs> I enjoy stretching. It's just, I don't know why I don't ever do it. It takes about two minutes, you know? Yeah. Stretching. Huh? What's stretching? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I only do it about one time out of 25, so I'm right there with you. Never heard of her. So, uh, anyways, all right. So, we're going to do when other people are doing it. Yeah, pretty much. I'll do it some days. Like yesterday, it was real nice out. So, I, you know, I sat in the driveway and did it. But I'm going to start doing weird shit in the backyard, like yoga poorly we don't have any privacy at our house so and the uh <clears throat> like iron wrought iron fences so there's no privacy in the back so i'm gonna start doing like yoga for the neighbors to see just let them think i'm pick up some pole dancing out there you gotta do it somewhere so yeah may as well do it outside yeah um all right so hundred dollars for completion percentage. I have yours, so I'll I'll send you mine just so you're aware of what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Jared, are you gonna run a Calcutta on this or what? <laughs> I'm not trying to get a fool. everyone out there. If you want to get some bets going, um... not too fat asses. <laughs> We can bet on some horses. The, the new dog fight out here. Sales. <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security is going to raid us out jogging. Illegal, legal fat man running operation. Uh, you were supposed to be in front of the TV. <laughs> oh, no. Um, all right. Cool. I like the sound of that. I'm all in. So where what's gonna bite me is I'll be in Fort Davis in a couple of weeks, which I plan on running there, especially because I think that's one of my recovery weeks, anyways. 
Um, and that's a great place to run. And then I'll be in Amarillo at Christmas, but I can go run the canyon. So, oh, and I, okay. So if we go over though, because like Kathy wanted me to run today and I said, I've already got my miles in for the week. I don't think we should do bonus miles because that could be. I don't think like I should you, do that either. You can't get 100 makeup miles. You can't get 150%. Yeah, I think makeup miles are okay if you miss if you miss Tuesday and have to do it on Sunday or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But no more than 100. Jared, Jared, do you sign off on that? I think it depends on the situation. I mean, if you've if you've got a five mile run on tuesday that you're now scheduling for sunday but then you have a workout on monday it may not be beneficial to you to do back to back to back runs depending on where you're at hmm we don't need we don't need people getting injured out here all in all the time I think yeah. you either get it on that day or you don't. But then again, you have you, you got to think about how much time does the person have in the day. Like, are you on a work conference trip or something? Yeah, maybe we know. can. Like, that's maybe we can get a, a group approval on that. Jared will be the mediator. Or how about we do it as that way? We have to air our yeah why why it too. didn't happen. That's what I was about to say. I had to it, work till five fifteen. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. If it's like a legitimate, like, hey, my ankle is broken. I'm at the emergency <laughs> room. Then, okay, you can get it in tomorrow. If it's just like, hey, <laughs> I was going, I went to the Chinese buffet at lunch and didn't feel like running this evening. Then, no, you don't get to make it up. Right? Is that fair enough? Is that kind of what we're thinking? <laughs> If he got a broken ankle, man. <laughs> I, I am I a little bit concerned. <laughs> that that does kind of like lead though to a like, well, I didn't I don't can't do it, so um may as well not do it on Wednesday. Because I got to rest on Tuesday, right? I don't know. I'm, so I'm here all, here's my thing. Since I started, well, like Monday was the start of my plan. I think when you are on it, then the rest days are timed well. Because mm -hmm. I know yesterday, it was, you know, Saturday morning, and I was just like, you know what? I'll do my run on Sunday. I've kind of had this, like, sore throat and shit. It's like, I'll just do it on Sunday, and I'll rest today. And I was like, you know what? No, let's just go do it now on saturday morning and now, then i've got the rest of the weekend then i don't even have to think about this stuff and so, you run. well she's she's done running apparently <laughs> get it we accomplished running yeah <laughs> i think she could leg right up for the big ben 50k if she wanted to She's, she's, in, she's in way better shape than I am. So, do what? You can do the 30K? Me? Her? Yeah. 
I think she could do the 50. You don't think so? Kathy's not going down there. No, she's not going. Oh, okay. I'm just saying she could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. So, anyways. Hey, how did she place in the uh, I didn't look at the the I didn't look at the results or anything for uh, um I, I can't look, remember. Look. She placed uh middle of the pack, probably. I can't remember exactly. Let me go see. But John, she she beat me by about 15 minutes. And I thought I had her, though, because at the uh, Capitol – no, yeah, at the Capitol Peak Aid Station, I think she was only about four minutes ahead of me. Let's see. Age group, she got 13th. 339.29. No, she did better than that. She uh her time is wrong on there. So she actually got to because she did in about 329. So she got uh, let me see here. So she would have got uh, 12th place age group. That's pretty freaking good. Yeah, I mean, that'd be – since I've started running again, post-Amarillo Marathon is how I view all my PRs nowadays. I mean, that'd have been, that still beats my PR by about 10 minutes on a 25K. I think. Hey. I did the first loop at Paladero pretty fast last year, but I can't remember. I think it was sub-330 because I remember being pumped that I was on pace to break seven. Which we all know did not happen. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so hundred dollars. Stay tuned on that. John just sent me something here. Uh, I'm going to tell both of y'all right now. My oh, this is just your training plan. I haven't had a chance to make up the calculator yet. <laughs> It looks like we're doing the same workouts, too. Yeah, I thought. Didn't, you, didn't y'all see my text? You did. I, I saw it, Jared. Oh, thank, thank you, Coach. Thank you, John. That we have the same strength workouts? For now, and we're going to modify. Oh, yeah, and we'll change them. I didn't know you meant that we both. There. I just thought it's similar. See where we're at. I think that's a good base for now. Seems like it. Covers, covers a lot of. A lot of essentials. Yeah. Essential movements. Well, shit, I had all this stuff to talk about. I guess we talked about that. Well, uh, John, would you like to tell us? You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Not at the moment. No. Um, I did want to say I had a dream the other day that I was on a cruise ship and I you would open the door into the inside of the ship and the whole thing was books as far as you could see, the whole cruise ship. 
And I came at a time I was reading, I have uh, Larry McMurtry's memoir. It's called Books, which I've been saying like bikes, like Tom Segura does. But, <laughs> but uh, I was reading it and he said when he was a kid, nobody had any books in the house. And so he had to walk down to this guy in town. He was the oil and gas guy in town. Uh, he had the, the only mansion in town and he had, and Larry had walked down there and borrowed books from him. And Larry said, I, I have since bought that house and have now stocked it with over 30,000 books. And so I just thought that was cool. <laughs> Crap. Jared, you got anything else to talk about? Because if not, I want to hear about our scary books. John, Jared, whoever wants to go first. I always go first. <laughs> Continue the prediction. I have it by a novel. I'm sorry. It, a novel by Stephen King. It's a pretty massive one. Uh, well known, though, uh, in these parts of, um, of the world, of the literature world. Um, it's got two adaptations, one that was done for TV a while ago, and then a uh, recent one where it was uh, two movies over two years, maybe one year. Uh, but so the, basically it is a story, uh, it's, it's a parallel story of uh, these kids and a group of kids and then like 30 years later or 27 years later as when they're adults uh, fighting against this evil spirit or what would be called it in their town of Derry. And so the book kind of runs parallel. You'll, you'll hear about the adults and you'll hear about the kids and their stories end up kind of merging at the end. Uh, but I thought it was a, a fun read. It was one that I had to like give up everything. I didn't talk to Barry for like a week. Um, ignoring my wife and child uh, to finish, but I, I completed it in about a week just nonstop reading after work. Um, I thought it was a really interesting story and it's kind of a, a big cornerstone, I think, of the Stephen King multiverse. There's a lot of references throughout the book to other stories. I noticed The Shining was in there uh, with uh, Heller Ann. Um, the, the stand... The, the, I think it's Hemingford Home was the, Nebraska was uh, a place that was mentioned in the stand. They took a look. so that was mentioned there, and then a lot of parallels um, or stuff that happened in it was also mentioned in the other book I read recently by Stephen King. I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, Dreamcatcher. Because since that was kind of based in, on people that lived in Derry. Um, I did have some... 112263 spends quite a bit of time in Derry as well. I bet there's a good bit of, a lot of references in there. The standpipe sure. and I bet that um, Tracker Brothers Trucking Company was also mentioned in there. Yeah, well, there's a lot of mention to the, the boy that drowned or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of not, not like direct references, but you know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think there was a, a lot of wasted words. I mean, it's a thick book, over a thousand pages. Um, but I did have some complaints. There's, I don't usually have it, but it, it got kind of a sexual with children involved. Uh, I thought that may have been over the line a little bit, especially the age of the children. Yeah. Um, and pretty graphic in the book. I don't think it made it over to the the movies. The only one I've seen is the um, newer first part of the Same. movies. I decided I didn't need to continue watching after that. But overall, I did enjoy the book. Just be aware of that stuff in there. Um, but yeah, the, even one of the one-star reviews just, just titled, Is This Child Pornography? And I, I know this, uh, it gets brought up a little bit to throw it back in Stephen King's face when uh, people disagree with him on other things. Yeah, um, I, th I do think it's worth the read. It's, I mean, it's one of, if, if you're a Stephen King fan, it's one of those ones you, I think you have to read. Yeah, it feels weird being a Stephen King fan and having not read it. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a beast though, so it's hard to. He's got several beasts. So. Well, I've read about four hundred pages of it, but I, yeah, when I pulled it up, I read most of it. On, the surface. I read it on my Kindle, so I I had started it last year. And I opened it back up, and I'm thirty three percent of the way, and I'm like, oh, that would have been nice to have just finished. Yeah, <laughs> like everything else in my life, if I just kept going. Right, we we'd have, we'd have been done by now. Yeah, that's the time passes regardless. Mm -hmm. Might as well do the right thing. Well, good, good job getting it read. I mean, they are they are his longer books are massive undertakings, and so I think it, I mean, even I think being enjoyable reads. I mean, it still is just like you know, still a big undertaking. Yeah, and knowing me, I gotta I have to get it done or it's gonna I'm gonna trail off and then right. eventually it can't be 10 page day in it. Yeah. Was it that first day where I like hey, you know what today I don't need to read. Yeah. And then it's done. I do want to mention uh I'm gonna read I'm just gonna read some of the titles from the one star reviews. Seriously, that was it. Everyone likes the pun. Oh, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> Not worth it. Um, and then avoid it. <laughs> well, it wasn't worth it. Her time or that person's time? It wasn't worth it. It, <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Good keep you up at night have you read his new one fairy tales um no but i do bam beautiful first a dish have you no i i looked at it the other day i went into barnes and noble for the first time in probably six months the other day to get the cormac mccarthy book and uh it was nice it was nice to be back in there it's my kind of place, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Jared, what you got? John, you got any more on it? It. All right. Jared, what you got? I've got uh, The Girl Who Played With Fire by Stieg Larson. This is the second book of the Michael Blomkvist and Elizabeth Salander adventure. I believe it's also known as the uh, Millennium Series. That's probably what it's most known as. <laughs> but this is book two. Uh, this is the second one after uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, I picked this book up. I've had it for a while. It's been on my to-read list for a while. I started reading it on my Hawaii trip, and I'm still about five pages short. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, no, it's it's been a good it's been a good book. Uh, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty thick book, but easy to read uh, novel. But uh, it's not super scary. It's more of a crime thriller kind of book. But. Uh, um, Starts off with uh, Elizabeth Salander uh, leave is leave Sweden for a year after robbing a multi-billion dollar fortune from a, a character in the first book. Um, in the meantime, Michael meets another journalist who is working on a book that is to expose uh, many people, including some government officials, on a large uh, sex trafficking scandal. And you can imagine this is rubbing a lot of people the wrong way and uh, meeting, uh, you know, might, might even uh, some folks might even be plotting some, uh, some, uh, some murdering going on. And that's exactly what goes on. Salander comes back from Sweden to live out her life undercover because she stole $3 billion, but uh, no way. What what's the uh what's the Sweden Swedish currency? Kroners? Kronars? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I should know, but I don't. It's a lot of money. But anyway, she finds herself uh through some un some unfortunate events as the uh the uh prime suspect of a triple murder. Dun, dun, dun. But um so but Michael comes to Salander's aid. Uh, to help prove that she's innocent and to expose those who are running a sex trafficking sex trafficking operation, um, slander. But in the meantime, Slander's also trying to track down those who are responsible for the operation, also the murders, and what she happens to track down at the end. And I'm not gonna really, uh, I'm not gonna ruin the book for you. But essentially, Michael comes back to. To help her out because in the first book uh Salander saves michael's life so what i'm guessing is going to happen is michael saves her life i'm guessing <laughs> that's all in the last five pages that's going to happen yeah i think i think that's what's going to happen i don't want <laughs> i don't want to spoil it but i'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen but uh it's it's been an entertaining read it it's got a lot of action i mean it's kind of you know, one thing after the other, like every, there's a, a, a lot to keep you on the edge of your seat. And it's definitely a page turner. Uh, there are 
a couple times on the flight, you know, I'd start reading and I'll, I'll look up, I'm 120 pages in. I don't even know what time it is or how many beers I drink, but Man, um, I love that. Yeah. I had one of those days yesterday. It was <laughs> great. Good days. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, I, I, but I have obviously put it down since I've been back, but uh, we're all busy. Um, one thing, some problems I have with the book is that uh, Swedish names are tough to pronounce and they're also very tough to memorize. And that's a big problem when there are many Swedish characters and when there's no tree or connection or anything in the bottom with no references, you got to memorize it. Now. That's fair enough complaint. There's more S's in this book with names that I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. I have that issue with a recent Jack Carr book. Um, bunch of arabic names oh, who is this yeah, yeah. muhammad ahamid it's just hard to like <laughs> you, you try to remember i probably would have been it probably would have been easier had i've been consistent with the book but when you put it down for a couple of days and you come back you're like oh yeah who the hell is bjork and like you just keep, <laughs> like okay i put it i'll put it together or, Uh, and also one theme that I see throughout the book is the uh, the amount of coffee these people drink is insane every character is either drinking ordering or making a cup of coffee in nearly ever seen every scene of the book and I must be Swedish I guess it's super Swedish but like they're drinking at like 11 at night you know trying to work on this case and like yeah. <laughs> Damn, man, you've been drinking. This is your 10th cup of coffee today. But that part was pretty funny. Do you, do you still not drink coffee, Jared? I drink coffee every day. Yeah. Well, you had quit for a minute, I thought. Yeah, I was kind of just experimenting with it. But now if I, if I, if I don't get that cup of coffee by noon and I get the headaches, I'm addicted again. Yeah. Just the way it goes. I think it's all right. I think it's. Oh, I know my coffee is still on the coffee maker. If I have a headache coming on by noon, <laughs> it's the first thing I do when I get out of bed. Second, it's especially when it when it's cold outside. Like it's been pretty chilly, mm-hmm. and you know, it's something nothing like having a hot cup of coffee on a cooler cold day yeah it was real cold in my office the other day and i mean it's about four o'clock and i'm like all right dude you can quit this shit drink some water (laughs) (laughs) drinking like i mean about cured was about to melt malfunction in there (laughs) overuse injury (laughs) anyway any one stars jaren yeah we got plenty of one stars uh, Typically, Swedish people drink a dark roast, and they're drinking a medium roast. Is that what is that what it is? A lot of book quality issues. Poorly told, boring, disappointingly muddled follow up to what was a good first book. 
There's several in that kind of series, right? Yes, there are. There's six actually, but Stieg Larson wrote the first three, but he passed away shortly after the, the third book. But I think he already had the like the manuscripts ready. He may have. I, I don't want to tell you. But another author uh, finished the series. I don't think I'm gonna. I have I have the third book, and I I probably won't go further. Why not? Well, I, I mean, I ought to be pretty good at Swedish names by that point. But <laughs> I mean, he can't finish know. the last five in this one, so he's just saying. Yeah, they sound like they're pretty dense books too. They're, like this is a short <laughs> they're good i don't know man like they, they it's like it's very upbeat fast uh one person says a wonderful feminist book uh, another person we need more of this pulp <laughs> fiction huh <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But yeah, mo most of it's most of it is. Oh, okay. Too drawn out. No one says anything about the coffee. I'm, I don't <laughs> or the this. names. <laughs> like, or the names. I don't know. <laughs> they, like, I don't know. Yeah, I know nothing about coffee. That, that's all right. I wonder if Europeans read American books and go, there sure are a lot of billies in this book. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But anyway, that's uh whoa. Malfunction here. You see that? Hear the screen. No. Well, that's the, the girl who played with fire. Hopefully I'll have the, the third one coming. What that? <laughs> what is that, Barry? Tell us what that is. I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> oh shit! Well, it's gonna have to stay here, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh. Oh, here. Damn it. Damn it. I didn't. I wanted nothing like this to happen in this episode. Here we go. That's a big, veiny bastard. <laughs> Why is there not like an X on here? God damn it. It's frustrating. See, you should have never, you should have never done that. Move to trash. Clicking buttons. There we go. All right, we're back. I don't know what the purpose of that feature is. Well, Jerry, do you got anything else on that one? Remind me what it's called. That's it. Your book uh, titles are always so complicated. I can't. Uh, yeah, the, the girl who played with fire. I mean, John's was called It, and yours is. That's <laughs> a girl, long. That's a long. <laughs> the girl who played with fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, perhaps the scariest book ever written. 
And that book is Art of the Deal by Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's supposed to be a joke. I'm glad Jared laughed at it. Um, I had originally planned to bring The Fisherman by John uh, Lang Langan, Langan. But uh, <clears throat> I didn't finish it. So I'm going to do anything uh, for Billy by <laughs> Larry McMurtry, <laughs> which is not a scary book, but uh, <laughs> it's a book I finished recently. So um, I will touch on The Fisherman. It's only 268 pages, but uh, it's about eight and a half by 11 size paper that's single spaced with eight point font. So it is not a quick read by any means it has been good though and uh it's definitely scary so uh anything for billy by larry mcmurtry we've actually have covered this on the show before way back uh jared covered it uh this is about a dime uh dime novel author that has found his way to the west in the uh shoot i guess the late 1800s i don't uh let's see yeah it'd have to be um and uh is basically just kind of milling around new mexico and and falls in with billy the kid somehow or other and so this novel is basically just uh this author's kind of story is this is all transpiring it's all fictional of course billy the kid was a real person and uh as were a few other people mentioned throughout this book but in general it's all fiction um and written in a written in a dime novel type way super short chapters um pretty outlandish stories uh the whole story itself is pretty outlandish but uh it did hold it did hold my uh my attention most of the time when i was reading it and uh if you're looking for like just kind of a nice light read uh fairly quick too um it's well my copy was 408 pages but it's just one of these little guys um a pocket book then uh, if that's what you're looking for it'd be worth checking out for sure lots of uh you know lots in typical mcmurtry way lots of violence lots of romance um isn't there a, an appearance by charlie goodnight there is yeah, a brief well, and I think uh, that big rancher in here, what do they call him, Whiskey Glass or something? Yeah. Uh, he, I think, is supposed to be based on Good Night, maybe a little bit as well. That's just my my interpretation. Isn't name? there a character that walks around holding a sign? Or am I getting that confused with another book? I don't recall. Actually, that's another McMurtry book. Never mind. I like, I mean, there's some pretty funny characters in here. There's a guy named Misty Woolah or something who rides a camel around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's from like a, he's like some warrior from Ecuador or something. And yeah, uh, this Eisenglass rancher has about 14 kids, all with different mothers who all kind of, <laughs> 
fall into the story along the way. There's a, <laughs> uh, Indian uh, blood feather or something. I can't remember all the names. I'm sorry, but you know, he's kind of the big, the big one to be feared. And, uh, Anton, Anton Chico. And yeah. so, like I said, I mean, it's a fun, fun little read and, uh, I mean, really just, if you just need something to read and not have to think a whole lot about, this is a good, good book for it, I think. Um, and I enjoyed it because kind of along the way, I, I went on a little kick for a couple of days where I was really reading about, like reading a lot about Billy the Kid and the people that were kind of in and out of his life back in those days. And so this is a lot of this is set in like Lincoln, Lincoln, New Mexico, up to like Santa Fe and kind of the eastern New Mexico, uh, Lano Estacado area, which I spent a lot of time through here. There's actually a mention of a of a battle in here um, that Billy had fought in, and uh, I actually know the where the historical marker is for that battle up near Riadosa. So. stars here but anyways i'm sorry for failing y'all on the scary book paul what was his real name billy the kid i uh, used to think it was william bonnie but apparently that was a pseudonym <clears throat> too mm. there's actually a billy the kid casino in riadosa <laughs> uh his real name was henry antrim Media says Henry McCartney. Oh, yeah. McCartney. McCartney. McCarty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Killed by Pat Garrett, right? I believe that's the case. Um, and that's in want... Rio Dosa, too, isn't it? Do what? That. that the killing? He was... Yeah. No, uh, I guess he was killed in Fort uh, Sumner. Yeah. yeah. I think that Riadosa area was kind of where he like hung out though. Lincoln, Lincoln County, New Mexico. A uh, few one stars here. But why? Question mark. This book is written in a breathless <laughs> late 19th century dime novel style and still manages to be dull. Uh, another one Gosh. here. Did this man write Lonesome Dove? I made it a hundred pages. It's absolutely awful. No character, no feelings for these characters at all. They're wooden and lifeless. Don't waste a dime on this book about dime novels. This is okay if you don't have anything else to read. So that might be the low opinion. Yeah. It is a great book if you don't have anything else to read. Or if you're going to Riadosa for a three-day weekend and just want to knock something out. But like I said, I apologize for not having a, a Halloween book. But, you know, spooky season doesn't start around here till about Thanksgiving. So we got time. I'll have plenty more. I'll have the fishermen for the next episode. Bear Fisher.
it's got some pet cemetery vibes to it. Isn't it up in supposed to be up in like Canada? Uh, upstate New York. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. So, you guys got anything else? Where's my agenda here? Uh-oh. Uh, I'm yeah, back about, to uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna ask John, um, what's going on with Texas A&M? John's a Razorback. He's also a fan of the Aggies. <laughs> Here's the problem: is they got a coach that doesn't have control of his team, and uh, they they owe him a hundred million dollars to fire him. So. He's going to get paid. Yeah. They're a bunch of oil execs right now, cash liquidating assets to get him out of there. Last week, they got two, three of his like five stars from this past recruiting class. Got caught smoking weed in the um, locker room before the game. (laughs) Before? Yeah, in the locker room too. God Almighty, yeah. these fucking kids. Like That—that's just a full loss of. <laughs> yeah, but who are the oil execs? You snaggies. I don't know their names. I'm not in the whole uh, country, but I know a lot of Aggie money comes from oil. So. Mm-hmm. All of Arkansas money comes from chicken or um, discounts or Walmart. Yeah. Maybe a little from oil for Jerry Jones. Yeah. Catfish. Arkansas is the largest catfish producer in the nation. Fun fact. Catfish donating to the to the buyouts. It's a multi-million dollar operation. Not doesn't come anywhere close to the multi-billion dollar operation. Hey, what did I hear about Arkansas this week after they beat Auburn? This is their first win in four games or six games. No. What did it say? Oh, it's only week versus Auburn. Oh. We've been on a six-game losing streak against Auburn. Yes. That's right. So we were there for game one of that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Game two, would it have been? Yeah. Basketball. Welcome to Auburn. We're so happy you're here. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it is a beautiful city. At least we got to leave early. Yeah. I had a day hangover. Yeah, I was not in a good spot. <laughs> we we had to stop our trip early. We were yeah. <laughs> driving to Chattanooga, and we had to stop in Atlanta because I was done. It worked out all right. I, I was sober. <laughs> just everyone, I was just uh, not feeling well at the point. I wasn't. Auburn's an awesome town, though. Yeah, it is. Um, well, good. It's got an RTJ course there. Yep, I played it. Boom. Both of them. 
Is it uh they, they got two 18 hole courses or three nines? Yes, two 18. With the par three one, course. Yes, there is one. I didn't play that. Dang. That's just beautiful. Let's go. I'm you need to have us a trip before Jared leaves lower 48. Which we'll talk about later off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the only other thing I had on the agenda was just to mention that I'm back on reading 10 pages a day. Uh, loyal listeners to the show may recall that I had a streak that was approaching 200 days and uh, it fell apart somewhere, somehow, as things often do. But uh, I'm back on it. I think I'm on day 10 now. So it's a good habit to have. Back on it. I feel like it just kind of gets me in just the right, like, uh, like it almost kind of activates my brain for the day or something. Yeah. You do it in the morning? Yeah, I try to. I usually, uh, in a perfect, scenario i would get to the office about 7 30 and i'll do my 10 pages of reading as soon as i got there i like that keep my book up at my desk yeah so i've been got like, any downtime you know you just pop it open so mm-hmm. instead of looking at instagram yeah which john's been off of yeah um two months now you're off the instagram I guess it's, yeah I deleted mine for about three weeks or deactivated it. I'm about to do it again. I think I needed to follow it's, suit. It's been, it's been great. I got rid of Twitter too. And um, I'm about to get a Twitter now. <laughs> now that it's free. Uh, for the record, I got rid of Twitter before it all, it all <laughs> went down. John couldn't handle it. Did you, yeah, did you sell or buy shares? There ain't no, there's no more shares now. I wish I would have bought some. Yeah. Because it tanked after he backed out and made some money. Actually, speaking of my 10 pages, one of the, the last book I finished was T. Boone Pickens' autobiography, which I've been reading since that was the that was the book my reading streak ended on. <laughs> so I'll good or bad up. way. Well, I mean. It was almost to 200 days and it ended. And then I just f- finished it in the last couple of days. So, uh. <laughs> but it was a fantastic read, probably one of the best like business biographies I've ever read. So, I also happen to have a signed first edition by the man himself. Wow. And it's cool too. I enjoy reading it because he was, he lived in Amarillo. So, it's like nice to hear, like, you know. I love hearing those kind of stories from people who just live in like a normal, you know, they're not in San Francisco or New York or LA. Did he, did he have a ghostwriter? I think he or wrote it himself. He, he wrote it himself. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. No. I didn't ask him. I guess you'll never find out. It's the yeah. purpose of a ghostwriter. But. Yep. But it's real good. But he made most of his money doing that kind of stuff, you know, corporate takeover type deals. 
and from oil and gas and cattle. I mean, lost most of it in divorces. Yeah, uh, <laughs> five times, I believe. Yeah, five, five divorces. Oh, my dad was actually uh, friends with his son Mike, the one who ended up. They had gotten some big legal battle before Boone died. My dad and him were friends back in the back in the day. May still be. I don't know. My dad was telling me a story about going to Rio Dosa with with Boone, driving some Cadillac down there or something, which is also neat. <laughs> yeah. Makes reading it a little more enjoyable. Driving a big ass Cadillac through the mountains. Yeah. Letting that V8 per. Must have been before he had a plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask John earlier if, uh, how are you getting down to Big Ben? Are you flying the, the corporate jet down to Lajitas or what? Uh, probably not going to be able to get it. It's booked that uh, time of year. <laughs> Um, gotcha. So I'm gonna have to fly southwest in the midwind. Ah, uh, I gotcha. That's there. That's a holiday weekend, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next best option. Have you got your flight already? I have not. I got in big trouble when I booked the airplane. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those that be like Wednesday that week. You're like, oh shit. I was supposed <laughs> to go to six hundred dollars to go to Big Ben this weekend. <laughs> I really, it's too late to cancel. <laughs> where are y'all, where are y'all staying? I got some Airbnb. Yeah, John found a pretty sweet Airbnb. Nice. Terlingua? Terlingua. Terlingua. Trust linguas. Go to the Starlight. I will not Shit. be getting that burger. We're going to go after the race. My hope is that we're both dialed in enough. Should we add a weight loss component to the oh – uh, Or should we do a separate? I cannot lose weight. I just I, – I, That's why I'm, I'm weighing it right now. Because <laughs> um, I, I John, can't – this eat. is a way to get your money back. I can't – Or eat. double I can't. your money. <laughs> I say let's throw another hundred on weight loss. Okay. Holy shit, y'all! Hey, I gotta get a side bet going. So what's that bet gonna be? I don't know how inflamed you are, but I'm sure I'm peak. Um, I don't know. You want to do percentage? Yeah, percentage is the fairest way. It probably balances out inflammation too. Yeah. I'm I'm hovering between 250 and 255 almost every day. Whether I've been whether I've been eating like the world is going to end tomorrow and drinking that way, or whether I've been eating nothing but carrots for ten mm-hmm. days. So I'm uh, I was low today. I stepped on the scale and I said LO, so that was good news. <laughs> Park to Vegas and see where the where the line's at for this one. Well, we got ourselves a little sober October action going on right now. Yeah, y'all are 
are sober? The time of the year I least enjoy being sober and eating broccoli. Yeah. I always seem to pick it because I like I, I can actually get through the holiday seasons okay. And then it's like springtime. It's like, oh, the, the air, it's warmed up. It's great <laughs> to go out to eat again. Yeah, and time to sudden, hit a patio. Yeah. All right, so we got 100 on uh, performance starting tomorrow. Yes. Is your schedule to Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah. All right, so that's, I mean, doesn't necessarily matter, but it'll help for Strava tracking. Yeah. Y'all's training plans are fairly similar. Just mileages are different. And, uh, I don't know, just y'all's situation. Because Barry has access to a, a treadmill. John, John probably John, does he might, too. he might just have a <laughs> treadmill. John might have access to hills. John does have – he's got a rock. Yeah. That, that thing was I – I threw that on, and I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. You have a neighborhood gym, don't you, John? No, I just got a pool. Yeah. I've got a garage gym, though, that's relatively well stocked. Not used it. Yeah. I actually have enjoyed those treadmill workouts so far. Been reading and stuff. To get sweaty in there? Oh, yeah. Good. I, I'm looking at, I already started kind of trying to build a tracker, like I can calculate percentages. But we we may just need to be somewhat subjective about some of these things. Where we, I have a three mile run with uh, four by one hundred meter strides. Is that during the three miles or after? During. Okay. Well, that one's easy. Yeah. Um, related near the end. So I would just for some like, calculations should we do like one point per workout um and does that count do we and how yeah no one point but then if you do two out of ten you get a a point two so because we should right in theory we should both have x number of workouts between now and big ben yeah the same right yeah well we could also just do a percentage of that if they're for whatever reason is wrong like you've got 62 and I've got 60, 60. but theoretically, we do we have it all the same? Yeah, like I've got some workouts on like there strength on rest days. Says near the end of it. Well, well I mean, I, mean, I guess we can go in right. and be like, yeah, if I've got because we're doing percentage completion, right? So yeah, if I've got 64 and you've got 60, we just have to get our respective, whoever's got the higher percentage, percentage of our own total. Mm-hmm. And then how do you want to weigh uh, strength training? One point also? or I'd say, yeah, I'd say strength is all or nothing. Well, no, I'm saying is like – the run is one point for the day, and then strength is also one point. Oh, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, so, like, next week I'd have two, four, six, eight, nine points. 
for five runs and four strengths. Yeah, I've got nine also. So what do you think, Jared Bro? Did you say all or nothing on that? Or yeah, I'd say like strength a... is all or nothing. I'll allow okay. some leeway on pull-ups because if you don't have a way to do it. Yeah. I'll just... allow leeway on push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got us a show. It could get ugly. It's gonna be a knockdown drag out, man. And then weight loss, I'd say let's weigh in tomorrow morning. Yeah. And we'll uh, weight loss, I say let's do our final weigh in. We may We're cut do a percent. We may saw that one off a week early or something. Yeah. Oh, or maybe whatever day you leave for Midland. That way we can be consistent on scales and everything. Yeah, and then also, okay, I agree with that. Way in ten thirty. I'll races on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday, probably gonna be up. So we'll weigh in maybe Friday before. Yeah, I figure you're probably coming on Friday, right? Yeah, I don't know what day we have to. We might have the Airbnb. I think we. I think my in my head, I was thinking you'd come Friday, then we'd leave here Saturday. Check on that real quick. Trips. I have it the fourteenth through the sixteenth. Yeah, so that'd be Saturday to Monday. Okay. No hurry to get back after that. That'll be nice too. I'm always in a driving back somewhere after a race. Yeah. No, we'll we'll, we'll stay the night and sleep in and mill about. Maybe stop at Brick Vault on the way back. Absolutely, damn, lootly. Maybe on the yeah, way down too. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time. Right, we'll have weight in. <laughs> But Thursday weigh in. Yeah, that'd probably be best. Eat at the Cheezo Space and Restaurant. Yeah. I've yet. I've do, never do we want to put a? Place. Do we want to put a a weigh in discrepancy, or do you want to just go all in? Like on Thursday, I can wear a sweatsuit all day and dehydrate the shit out of myself, or do you just want to do it Dang. like uh, that's your wake up weight? Maybe we should. Uh... In the oh, morning, yeah. No, it needs to be a wake up wait. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be pre dump. We'll say before 8 a.m. <laughs> I'll probably update weekly my weight too, just for. I'm telling my boss these bets are for a thousand dollars each. So when he's trying to talk me into going happy hour at two on a Wednesday, for a hundred bucks, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hundred dollars is a lot of money. I got bills to pay, so right net worth to build, dogs to feed. Oh, you little shit. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody.
We might have to give updates on the Instagram. Yeah, we will. Send me a reminder on that. I'll make a little tickler or something. I'm trying to I'm gonna try to get back to better on Instagram. And I just saw the algorithm was going more towards reels. I was like, whatever, fuck it. We won't even do this anymore. But I'm like, you know, we could at least post a picture every now and then. So and I'm on the stories all the time. So if we're trying to get off of Instagram. This may not be beneficial for that goal. Uh, well, the podcast Instagram page will remain. Oh, I so, don't count. Yeah, us, us getting off personally. So the thing is, I don't get on the podcast Instagram and go like scrolling for hours like I do on mine. So <laughs> it may actually be beneficial because you guys could, we could direct all our energy towards it, uh, our Instagram energy. That's true. I'll be scrolling it. It's I'm the uh, same yeah. one. <laughs> John will be the same one. Screen time. Be right back to seven hours. All right. Well, John, good luck. Jared, where's your money at? Where's Where are you? What are you thinking? Listen, as a coach, I just want to see, just want to see some effort out there. I want to see some consistency. I don't want to see no shit-ass excuses out there. Yes, remember, excuses have to go to the group chat for a two-thirds vote. No, Jared's the only one who gets a vote. (laughs) (laughs) So well, that'd I, be two thirds, right? You I say, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm an automatic no. <laughs> I have to determine if it's a shit ass excuse or legitimate. Is that what y'all are saying right now? Yes. I'd say please. in general, there's no shit. At, they're all shit ass excuses, probably. <laughs> but we realize that there there is life. Things happen and we have families. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're all we all got responsibilities outside of running. But anyway. But what is more important than our health? Yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, I mean listen, I want to see y'all go into <laughs> go into Big Bend like feeling like y'all are ready. Y'all, you know, you've done all the workouts you've done all the runs and like you're freaking there you're like damn i feel like i went into paladuro necessarily gonna struggle for three hours i feel like i went into paladuro maybe the feeling the most prepared i've ever felt for a race and i had the worst run of my life so well that's not gonna happen in big men all right well i think i shook it all out at paladuro but i'm just saying (laughs) I plan to go to Big Ben destroyed, just anorexic, overtrained. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You don't, any, richer. you don't get any points for overtraining, so. Well, no I, point, I, no overtraining. I haven't seen a, well, haven't eaten a, you can overtrain if you're not eating anything. Yeah, true that. Carnivore diet coming up. 
All right. Good also, enough, no guys. alcohol between now and then, or you lose. What? No. No, whatever. you're getting crazy. Thank you for listening to the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast. Our aim with this show is to encourage people to read widely, enjoy good beverages in moderation, get outside, and have good conversations. We hope we can meet this goal while serving as good company for you, the listener. Don't forget to check out our website, bourbonbookshelf.com, where you can find links to purchase any of the books we have covered on this show. We do receive very minor financial compensation if you purchase through the Amazon affiliate links which we will use to continue to grow the show and keep it ad-free. If you enjoy the show, please let us know by subscribing to and reviewing the show, telling your friends, and following us on Instagram. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to help us to continually improve the show. You can find the link to do this in the show notes for this episode on our website or on our Instagram page at bourbon underscore bookshelf. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon.